Hey. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. Back so soon, aren't I? <laughs> hey, come on. I'm a problem. I love this song. Man, honestly, Prince is so underrated. Too underrated in this Nairobi of ours. I love it, I love it, I love it. Thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome back in my room. The podcast by Imran Jomo, where I talk to myself and you listen for some reason. <laughs> Alright, yeah, I'm back so soon, man. Like, I decided that this month, this coming month, I'm just gonna go ham. I'm just going to do a podcast literally every other day that I can. Literally, I have a thought. I'm writing it down. I'm going to do a podcast next. Like, that's how I'm operating this month. I don't know how many I'm going to do. I'm not telling you I'm going to do one weekly or every two days. Every three. I'm going to do, I'm going to keep it broad. I'm going to do one every other day. And the reason I'm doing that is... um. The last month or so, I was in driving school, so I had that to keep me. I had that to keep me occupied. And if there's one thing I learned this year is that I need to be occupied. I'm gonna be very uh, transparent here because I want I want how to have a real relationship with my listeners, especially you guys who are here so early. I wanna tell you. Uh, I'm gonna get a bit personal, as I've said. So someone like okay i struggle with depression and i need my mind is always 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 working bro and and if i don't channel that overactive this overactive mind of mine i can i slip so easily into a depressive state and i'll just i'll never do anything my life will just be waking up eating staying in bed that, that's literally what will happen to me. So I've decided I'm going to fight this shit. This month of December, before I go back to school in January, this month, I'm going to fight depression with my podcast. <laughs> and I hope you guys will be here uh, for this journey with me. Like, this year has... It's, I mean, it's been tough on everyone's mental health. I'm not going to get into it too much actually i really want to get into this episode so let me stop rambling so much i wanted to also ask you guys who are here if you're listening right now like i want this podcast to grow and one of the best ways to grow is sharing and word of mouth obviously so if you're listening right now i want to implore you i'm imploring is that the, I don't even, yeah, that, that's right. Why am I shooking myself? I want to implore you, please. If you see me, uh, when you see me post on Instagram, please just be like, comment, all those things. Uh, that engagement really helps. Um, post on your story, whether it's on Snapchat or Instagram. If you see me tweet it, please retweet. Like, I'm going to, I'm literally going to ask you guys every single episode until you get fucking tired of hearing it. <laughs> I want this podcast to grow. So please follow at Back in My Room Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, 
Kwanzaa on Instagram, I'm like six people away from 100 followers and that would be a milestone for me because then I'd actually get to see like my analytics and shit. So follow at Back in My Room Pod on Instagram, on Twitter, and please share. Like, it, you don't even have to say a lot, man. Just post it on your story, retweet. That will mean a lot to me. So let's get into today's episode. And I, I, I saw some news, like... The content is just coming to me. The universe is working in my benefit. The universe is working for me because I was just scrolling through Twitter earlier a few hours ago, trying to get into the mood for the podcast, get playing music. And I came across this bullshit. So apparently, let me just read the headline, man. Minimum alcohol package raised to 750 milliliters milliliters yes in new bill so essentially the sale of alcoholic drinks in bottles of less than 750 milliliters will be legal if parliament approves a proposed law that will trigger an increase in the prices of beer and spirits and put the drinks out of reach to the majority of the youth you motherfuckers i saw this i i couldn't believe it you want to tell me that if this shit gets passed please Please no, Parliament don't pass this bill. We, we this this can't be done. So, man, this is upsetting me and my homies. <laughs> so you're telling me, if this shit gets approved, I won't be able to buy a quarter anymore. I won't be able to shika for myself a kakora of konyagi. I won't be able to shika myself a kakora of chrome. When, when the pockets are telling me, hey, there's nothing better you can do, my G, you're telling me that I will not be able to buy a quarter of liquor for when life is kicking me in the ass. <laughs> like, nah, that's fucked up, man. Like, I saw this and I clicked immediately. I was vexed. This parliament, this government, man, they steal from us and then we're depressed. And then they want to <laughs> they want to make alcohol less hey, less don't make alcohol less accessible to us, bro. You've stolen enough from us. We're depressed. <laughs> you niggas have stolen everything. All we have is our quarters of konyagi and chrome, and you want to take it away. Don't take away our chrome, bro. They want to take away our konyagi. This is too fucked up. Like, I was so pissed when I saw it. So, I, 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 I'm I, not even going to continue reading the rest of this thing. But I was so vexed. Like, what the hell is going on, man? And that wasn't even that wasn't even part of today's podcast. But that was just something I had to talk about. Like, this is serious business, man. This is serious shit. You can't take away quarters, bro. Even the lingo, like a quarter. It just sounds so nice. It just rolls off the tongue so nicely, man. <laughs> But I, that's it for that type of news. Now, let me get into <coughs> the, the, the thing I really, one of the things that I really wanted to talk about on today's podcast. And that is um, this woman, this girl actually, this girl, <laughs> this girl is like, I think, I don't know her age, but I know somebody who is in her university. I think she's in Riara University. And I'm talking about the one and only Shakila. I came across this woman. 
a few weeks ago when she was twerking on Instagram live for an abuser namely Tori Lanes and this girl is Kenyan but the way she was talking like I have so many questions about Shakila like seriously <laughs> I have so many questions about this girl first of all her, who is she how does she have a platform like okay let's get to her Instagram in over here her Instagram bio says Shori got no nigger priorities <laughs> but a few weeks ago she was twerking with her whole ass out for Tory Lanez I know it's Tory Lanez and not fuck that I know he's famous but after what has happened this year like have some shame bro and then and then you're boldly telling people on your on your thingy you have no you have no nigger priorities get the fuck out of here but the saddest thing for me is so this video came out <laughs> i don't know where i don't know where to start with this girl so this video came out uh, earlier this week on the 26th of november just 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 listen to this with me guys Hi, sweetie. What's wrong? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> this can't be her real personality. What's wrong? What's going on here? Like, the thing is, this girl is really pretty. I have a girlfriend, so I'm not really gonna go further than that. But this girl, this shorty, shorty is bad. Shorty, shorty, shorty a little berry. <laughs> She's very attractive. But what the fuck is this? Mm -hmm. And many people claim that they can hear me well, they can see me well. I don't know what the hell that you were seeing. You were only seeing my clothes. But wait. What? Um, but wait. But wait. I'll be honest. I've watched this video multiple times. And I still can't get over this shit. What is going on? Somebody please explain to me who Shakila is. How does she have 162,000 followers on Instagram? I mean, I'm seeing her, the la one of the last posts on her Instagram, and I can understand. Like, she is... Woof, she's something else. But what is going on here, man? Like, this can't be her real personality. I want to meet her in person. I want somebody who's met her in person to just tell me, is this how she really is? Because this doesn't make sense. Mm -hmm. I am Mrs. Omani. Okay. And yesterday I was in Ishago. Mm -hmm. They started to bring my body, I mean Eric's body, all the way till Nairobi, just to get in the perfect production team, you know, to do this thing for my husband. For my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, for me, it's not, first of all, obviously, the way she says it, for my husband but her facial expression when she does it she looks like her eyes pop out and she looks really serious for my husband <laughs> for my husband and you emphasize on the word my because he is yours mm -hmm. um anyway she's flipping her 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 weave it looks like a weave I, I i don't know what the hell is going on here but she's flicking her weave the whole time she looks fucking ridiculous like honestly she looks fucking ridiculous she sounds ridiculous i don't know what the hell she's talking about 
But what? So I'm not going onto a lot of deals that I don't a know. A lot of deals. A lot of what? Bro, I have a I just I don't know. Like this is a phenomenon to me. Somebody, please. What's going on? I'm not going onto a lot of dealers that I don't know I can cook, I can clean, I don't know, blah 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 blah. What Hi. was that, man? And then oh, if you watched her thingy with Tory Lanez, it was even worse. Like oh, bro, like I I don't I need I need to meet this woman. And I need to find out. I'm sure she's a lovely person. I'm sure she has a lovely personality. But like the fact that such characters, <laughs> such characters are even enabled. Like I'm here, I'm talking shit. Yes, I'm also enabling her by talking about her. But my question is, why? Huh? Why? Why does she have a platform? What is her occupation? She's in university, I know that for a fact, and I think she's like 19 years old, but what the hell is it? I've asked that question so many times because I am so confused. But I just felt like I needed to talk about that. And I hope somebody, I hope one of my listeners can give me an explanation because I need answers, guys. I need serious answers. All right, moving on swiftly from uh, whatever the fuck that was. But like, I'm serious. I want answers. So let me tell you, this is this is how you know. I'm literally just doing. I'm just literally telling you guys everything that's going on in my head this whole month. So I was at the river <clears throat> a few days ago, and if you're on my private story, you know, you know the vibrations. I will not I will not speak any further but you know the vibrations. So I was at the river and I was really I was really having some very very serious philosophical thoughts. This is the podcast back in my room pod. This is where we have the tough conversations, the real hard hitting talks. <laughs> so I was chilling there, I was thinking, yo, you know like when I, when I beat my meat, I can I literally just do it one time. Like I go once, one I blow my nut once, blow my load once, and I'm done. I can't go another. I can't go another. I need I really need to recharge like properly. But I was thinking in stark contrast, when it comes to actual sex, I can actually go for rounds. Like I can. And I'm sure, I mean, I'm young. I'm sure a lot of a lot of young niggas. I'm not. I'm not forty where I just blow my load and I and I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking, hey yo, why is it that when um, when I'm little, when I'm with my girl, yeah, okay, I can go for rounds. But when I when I when I younger the monkey, it's just once, one time, and I'm done. <laughs> and I was thinking it's probably cause like that's not what our dicks were made for. I mean, the hand has many uses, and you could definitely argue for the point that, yes, that is one of the uses for our hands, but that is not what the dick is for. Your dick is not meant to be assaulted by your hand every other day, which is probably why you bust once and you're done. And then when it's where it's supposed to be, you can keep going, you can keep going. <laughs> 
I'm sorry guys, these are just the the, the hard philosophical uh, talks that I have with myself. And I was thinking, yo, okay, that led me to another thing. What are the pros and cons of beating your meat? And I'm, I'm not going to go into a deep dive because I really went into a deep dive with myself. I was really thinking, but I won't go into a deep dive because I'm not sure you guys really want to hear me talk about masturbation for a very long period of time. But I was thinking, one of the pros of beating your meat number one post nut clarity post nut clarity is very important because once that load is blown you can think clearly you are a whole new man you can li- you literally feel like you can solve all the world's problem all the all the nonsense is your brain in your brain is cleared you have a clear mind and you can really focus on the important things that is one one thing <laughs> that is one pro when it comes to when it comes to beating your meat when it comes to nyongaing the market number two you can practice stamina there's this thing called edging and i'm giving guys i'm giving guys a pro tip here edging so like you beat your meat but then before you nut you stop Nata. it's like you're controlling it i'm giving guys serious tips here by the way serious serious tips this is one of the pros of beating your meat very important stuff yeah i hope you guys are taking notes my man my guys i hope you guys are taking serious notes here i'm dropping knowledge here. i'm dropping gems so yeah you can literally practice your stamina and then you can apply it in the real situation <laughs> and one of the cons for me is definitely i don't know if you guys have seen that picture of quagmire from <laughs> From family guy, <laughs> I'll make sure I put that picture when I post this particular clip. But there's a picture of him pointing. He looks first of all, he looks haggard. He looks tired. He looks like he's finished with life, and one of his arms is buff as fuck. I think it's his left arm or one or, or his right hand. It's huge. Like this nigga has been working it. He has been going crazy. <laughs> He's been going crazy alone in the house and one of his arms is buff as fuck. <laughs> so that one, that's definitely one con because, okay, you're not going to look like quagmire, but you might end up a bit um, lopsided, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Because you're working one side of your body too much. I mean, maybe if you balance, yeah, one day you do it your right, one day you do it your left. Okay, I think I'm doing exactly what I said I'm not going to do. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry you had to hear me talk about beating meat for what I feel like is probably like three or four minutes now. So let's just move on. <laughs> Into the next part of my podcast, I wanted to talk about Dave Chappelle, legend, goat, stand-up, lead, okay, I've not, obviously I've not lived that long to see all these comedians, but a lot of people would agree with me that Dave Chappelle is the goat of stand-up comedy. And at this point in his career, at least in 2020, I don't feel like he's even doing stand-up anymore. He's like just giving really insightful speeches and 
uh, where he's just talking about where he's giving observations of just the world or his own experiences and yes there's punchlines there but if you really listen to the content like even on snl he says it's unfortunate that people are not okay i'm paraphrasing but he said something like it's unfortunate that for people to uh want to listen to him he has to what he has to say he has to add a punchline to it but there weren't really a lot of punchlines in the last i don't even call it a special man uh unforgiven a 20 minute clip that uh was from a stand-up set that i'm sure he did recently and he posted this because that same day in fact that he um that he hosted snl after the president the, after the 2020 uh presidential election he rather netflix announced that they were streaming Chappelle's show which was uh his show uh in the early 2000s on comedy central and Chappelle was not happy with that because he wasn't paid and he's not being paid he wasn't paid when he left the show and he's not being paid even now as they continue to stream his work as they continue to make money off of his work and he was very very unhappy with that um, you know what i'll just let him say it i'll just let him say it and then i'll talk a bit about why i love dave Chappelle so much Nope. I found out that these people were streaming my work and they never had to ask me or they never had to tell me. Perfectly legal because I signed the contract. But is that right? I didn't think so either. That's why I like working for Netflix. I like working for Netflix because when all those bad things happen, streaming Chappelle's show, I was furious. How could they not, how could they not know? So you know what I did? I called them and I told them that this makes me feel bad. And you want to know what they did? They agreed that they would take it off their platform just so I could feel better. Can you believe that? That's why I fuck with them. Because they pay my money, they do what they say they're going to do, they went above and beyond what you could expect from a businessman. They did something just because they thought that I might think that they were wrong. And I, I do. And first of all, round of applause for Netflix, bro. Come on. Round of applause for Netflix. I told you guys I'm going to abuse the round of applause and I'm doing it. Ha! <laughs> anyway, round of applause for Netflix, man, because they didn't have to. They were within their rights legally under literally everything to stream Chappelle's show. But because Dave Chappelle said Comedy Central basically fucked him over, not basically, because Comedy Central fucked him over and they're continuing to make money off his work and they didn't even pay him when he left, he told Netflix, yo, I don't like this. 
it's, this makes me feel bad and Netflix was like not fine and you have to give credit to Netflix man because they didn't have to do that but they saw they know how valuable their relationship with Dave Chappelle is just a few years ago they gave him 60 million dollars for three specials and Dave Chappelle is beloved around the world in the comedy community the whole industry loves this guy so you don't want to piss him off you really don't and I had to commend Netflix for that but let me talk about now why I love Dave Chappelle so much and I want to encourage you who is listening just just go go watch this 20 minute special this man is a genius the way he weaves his stories I'm not gonna go into too much detail but the way he started this special telling stories about how he came up as a comedian he started stand-up comedy at 14 yeah and how he tells the two stories about when he was 14 and one when he was 18 and he weaves them in to how they relate to his situation his own experience but later in his career with comedy central and hbo and just listen to him watch the way he goes about storytelling is brilliant and as someone as a podcaster as a presenter as somebody who not i'm not doing stand-up comedy yeah but this is this is an art form that i i am trying to perfect <laughs> what dave Chappelle is doing is just amazing and i i really admire him and um this is what he had to say about uh, the whole Netflix, not Netflix, about the whole Chappelle show situation because he wasn't paid. And um, he asked us if we fuck with him, if we really like him, to boycott Chappelle's show. Not boycott Comedy Central or Viacom or whoever, whatever. Boycott Chappelle. Just listen to this man. Boycott any network. Boycott me. Boycott Chappelle show. Do not watch it unless they pay. Me. Unless they pay Chappelle. And you know it's pissed me off because I literally I literally just started watching say Chappelle Chappelle show. <laughs> I literally just started watching Chappelle show um a few weeks ago. But I was streaming it illegally, so fuck them. <laughs> so maybe I can continue streaming it illegally, allegedly. <laughs> I'm not trying to incriminate myself over here, but yeah, boycott Chappelle's show, man. I mean, I don't think I actually I want to watch it all it illegally where no one's making money until they fucking pay him. Because <laughs> I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed the few uh, the few episodes that I watched. This guy was ahead of his time, even in 2003 or four, whenever Chappelle's show came out. The shit he was talking about then is relevant 16 years later in 2020 man I, I i can't like i'll continue going I, I i cannot overstate my admiration for dave Chappelle. and on to today's episode's final topics <clears throat> nate fucking robinson the biggest disappointment to the black community since 
Kanye West's slavery was a choice. What the hell was that shit, man? Oh my gosh. You know that shit was wild when Mike Tyson was fighting, but that was the that was the biggest talking point. The fact that Nate Robinson get got knocked out by Jake fucking all man. I was so disappointed. And you know, I, I I don't even pay attention to Jake Paul, but I was paying attention to the to the Mike and Roy Jones fight. I was like, ah oh, man, this is something I'd like to see or at least catch the highlights of. And then I saw who's on the fucking undercard, none other than this fucking Jake Paul character. And I was like, oh yeah, he's fighting that basket, that former basketball guy. Yeah, that's probably gonna be entertaining. That guy's an athlete. He'll probably knock him out clean. Boy, was I wrong. So what do I even start with? Do I start with Jake and Nate or Mike? And You know what? Let's start with what one of the commentators called <laughs> not, not a battle for the ages, but a battle of the aged. Because both these men <laughs> are in their 50s. Like the fact that these niggas got us hype to watch two 50-year-old men fight it out <laughs> is ridiculous. And I can't... I cannot continue this podcast without giving credit to possibly the best commentator of all time. Snoop Dogg was out here cracking jokes and singing hymns, bro. <laughs> I have to play for you this shit. I have to play for you this shit. Oh my goodness. So this was uh for the Mike Jones, I think Mike Jones, for the Tyson and Roy Jones uh fight. Actually, he was saying... <laughs> That is like two of his uncles fighting at the barbecue or something. Just listen to this guy. <laughs> oh my gosh, Snoop Dogg is too funny, man. I really hope you guys heard that. Don't worry, production production levels will go up sooner rather than later. I'm manifesting, I'm manifesting. But Snoop Dogg was too fucking funny, bro. But like my assessment of the whole Roy Jones and Tyson fight, how the fuck was that a draw? I watched the fight, yeah, after after it happened. I watched the full 17 minutes. And Mike was on this nigga's ass. Pause. From round one to round eight, he was working him. Roy Jones was eating body shots, bro. The whole, the whole, the whole, the whole fight. And he was grappling a lot. He was literally just trying to tire Mike out because he knew that if this nigga catches me, and by the way, knockouts were not allowed because no one wants to see a 50-year-old man get knocked the fuck out, man. Although a lot of people wanted to see uh, Mike Tyson back to his fucking best. But yo, like I was afraid for Roy Jones. The look in... Mike Tyson's eyes, bro, I was like, this nigga is ready for war. This nigga is ready to knock this guy's head clean off. And just as I was scrolling Twitter a few, just a few minutes ago even, I saw he just came out and said he was high during the fight. I was like, nah, fam, what? Mike Tyson was high during that fight. If you watch his podcast, it's called Hot Boxing. This nigga is smoking weed the whole time. He, I think he, he definitely needs it to cope like a lot of us do. But he was high during that fight. And he was wackering that nigga. Like even at the end, there's a picture of 
Mike Tyson looks ready. He looks ready for another 12 rounds even. And and Roy Jones is just there. He, he looks like, hey, yo, I'm so glad that's fucking over. I am glad I finished this fight. My head is still intact. My pride is still there. <laughs> unlike, unlike another black man that was fighting there. But we'll, we'll get to that. Anyway, um, it was it, it was an entertaining fight to watch. It was nice to see Mike Tyson wasn't in my wasn't my generation, but yo, that guy could fight. That guy can fight. I've seen old clips. I watched what I saw, and I was like, yeah, I could see why he was one of the baddest alive. And now, for this, bro, where do I even where do I even start with Nate? Like, okay, my assessment of the fight was that Jake has ring experience. He fought Anison Gibb, another YouTuber, a while back. Fine. He's, a, he's a, definitely a decent boxer. I will not deny that. But Nate, clearly, no matter, even if, this just proves that if you're an athlete, that doesn't mean that you can fight. It doesn't mean that you can fight. Because he was not ready for war. And he, I don't know what the fuck his game plan was. But he was so aggressive. For someone who's... It was his first time in the ring. He was going after Jake so much. He was overly aggressive. He left himself so open. There was no defense whatsoever. He was just going after him. And both the knockouts, both the knockdowns rather, was Nate Robinson really just going too far rather being too aggressive, Jake moving back and catching him with a right hand, a lagging right hand, like he was just too pine those right hands because he knew this guy is coming for me forward. If I move back a bit and swing a nice one, I'll clap him in the head and that's exactly what happened. Like I saw that shit and I got secondhand embarrassment for Nate. I feel bad for his children who, who had to watch their dad being knocked out by a, by a YouTuber, and he was not just knocked out, he was slumped. This nigga fell face first, clean. This nigga was. Oh. I see there was a meme, I saw one of the memes of him on the ground and a bunch of <laughs> civil rights. Uh, there was a picture of Malcolm X, I think Rosa Parks, I think. Um, uh, ML, uh, what's his name? Martin Luther King. All just looking down at him, all disappointed. <laughs> and oh my gosh, Snoop Dogg. Once he was knocked down, I think the first time or the second time, Snoop Dogg started singing hymns, bro. As he take me home, help me stand, or some shit like that. Maybe let's listen. As in, I'm watching that clip and exactly what I've just said, Nate moving forward, too aggressive, Jake moving back, swing a right hand. Too easy. Like, for me, this didn't show that Jake is such an elite boxer. This just showed Nate Robinson's inexperience and just completing ability to fight. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> And then this other commentator is like, Ati Snoop, talk about dropping it like it's hot. Like, really? <laughs> Take my hand. Lead me home. <laughs> Let me stand. 
Snoop Dogg is the greatest to ever do it. Ati Lord, lead me home. Let me stand. <laughs> how do you, how you commentating and you start singing hymns, bro? What's wrong with Snoop Dogg? I'm sure he was high, but oh my gosh. Ah, Snoop Dogg, we need, we need that from Snoop Dogg again. But now, this is the last 10 seconds of the fight. I'm just going to watch it again to watch this nigga get slumped. It's so disappointing. Oh. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Snoop Dogg is the only one that made watching that bearable because, oh, Nate Robinson, bro. I saw a tweet someone said that he, he sent us back 50, 50 or 60 years. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway, that was today's episode of Back in My Room. Thank you for listening. I'm Imran Jomo. I will see you guys very soon, probably even before the end of the week. I have so much bullshit to talk about. Like my mind, my mind is something else. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, once again, thank you for listening. Please, if you've reached this far, once again, I want to ask you, follow at Back in My Room Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Please share, please retweet. Help a nigga grow. Uh, yeah, I'll be, you guys will be hearing my voice very soon. Uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Peace.